And welcome back to another episode of Emotionally Online, a show for spilling guts and sharing secrets with your host, the one and only Maddie Drosbeck. And this week I'm joined by my best friend, Ashley, who has been on the show before, but this is Ashley's first time as a solo guest. It's so exciting. It is. It's the most exciting. It's all good stuff. All good stuff. <laughs> so uh, Ashley is visiting for the weekend. It's Sunday, so she's been here for a few days through a little dinner party last night in celebration of friendship, which was so much fun. It was super nice. I like, I recently upgraded my dining setup in my apartment um, from a high top table to like an actual dining table with Mm -hmm. four chairs. And so this is my first time like throwing a, a dinner party in my apartment and really like hosting any type of gathering in general. I had a birthday party here last year, but that was really the only other like, Mm -hmm event that I've had at my apartment so far um and it was so much fun and I feel like I, I want to be a dinner party girl it. now because it was just like so fun to yeah. get to be creative with the setup and building the menus and writing notes for everyone mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. going out a few days before and finding gifts <laughs> like the whole process was just fun to me it was super thoughtful and like evident how Thanks. fun it was creatively for you yeah like we had so much fun I'm glad. The whole thing just looked, like, so beautiful. Thanks. And it was nice, too, because we all knew each other beforehand. Right. So coming into it, like, there's shared history. Yeah, definitely. I'm, like, I kind of want to do, like, a new, like, I guess theme every month (laughs) and then, like, invite people based off of, like, what makes sense for that theme. I think that's so So like, Okay, give me a theme example. Well, I mentioned to you earlier that, like... Uh, for December, I want to do like a Yankee swap yeah, with the trivia yeah, team. Yeah. So we'll do like a lads dinner party. Yeah. And then once we get to January, though, like I wonder what else I could do. Like, I would bring Mika in. I would kind of bring love. Her in. Ooh. Yeah. You absolutely. Yep. I was one of the things that I was thinking of is like, what if I did like a dinner party and it was like, um. It was based on like rekindling That's old really friendships sweet. or like people that I just like haven't had a That's lot really of time sweet. to. I haven't seen them. We've like stayed like sort of in touch. That's like, super sweet. I think it'd be so fun. I mean, it would be hard to do because people are all over the place. But like, I'd love to do like a little dinner with Hannah, Nissa, and Sarah. That would be so sweet. So, for those of you that are new, Hannah, Nissa, and Sarah were they're friends of mine from the theater camp that I went to when I was a kid, and. We're still in touch. I talk to them every now and again, but, you know, we're all, like, in yeah. living in totally different places. Hannah lives in New York. Totally. But, um, yeah, Nissa and Sarah live elsewhere. But I think it would be so fun to plan, I like, a dinner so party fun. for us four. Yeah. And just sort of, like, be nostalgic and totally rekindle things a little. And I know Sarah because she lives in Boston. Yeah. And we know each other through Maddie, obviously. And the last time that I saw her, she was saying that she wanted to come visit you in New York. Yeah. So I feel like I think that would be super she'd fun. She'd be super game. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see where the dinner dinner party um so inspiration fun. takes us. But I think it's something I want to continue doing monthly. <laughs> I can't deal. She's so fucking cute. She's like looking up at me. As <laughs> We're doing this sitting on my lap. What a cutie patoot. So I thought what might be fun for Ash and I to do 
Um, just a little a little mini episode for you since Ashley is about to leave. Um, I thought we could just go through and play like yes. an abbreviated version of We're Not Really Strangers. Totally. So if you don't know, We're Not Really Strangers is an emotional card game. There's three levels to it. The first is perception the second is connection and the third is reflection and there's basically just a bunch of questions when you're actually playing the game you're supposed to do like seven cards Mm -hmm. each per round and there's like dig deeper cards if you think that someone is not like giving you enough or Mm -hmm. they gave sort of like a surface level answer there's wild cards there's like a notepad that you write notes on so when you're like playing the full game it can be kind of lengthy Mm -hmm. um and if you've played with someone before, I think the first round of like yeah. perception is like you don't really need to do do it again. Ashley and I have played this game with each other so many times. True. On top of the fact that the first round is perception, <laughs> which is like mostly like first impression questions. Yeah. And we met when we were seven years old. Do you have do you remember a first impression of me? Like I could generate one, yeah, but I yeah. don't know if it's yeah, like totally tr- truthful. I feel the same way. I just know that. Well, you know what I can say is something I do remember what? is I was so jealous of your blonde hair as a kid because as That's a kid so I wanted You've blonde never hair. Said that to me before. And I, I mean, I because my mom had blonde hair and I just loved. I thought That's people with so blonde funny. hair were just like so beautiful. So I remember wanting to be your friend because you had blonde hair. That is so <laughs> funny. Well, I remember one of my earliest memories was in third grade. I've definitely told you this before, but mm. Maddie was on the same bus as me, but it, you, it was like new. Yeah. You were I on moved the same to bus. a new house in yeah. third grade. And so like all of a sudden this girl that I knew from first grade, who I thought was super cool, was now on my bus, but I was a little shy at the time. Mm. And so I remember being really scared to go up and ask if I could sit next to you because I was like, I want to make this friend. I think she's so cool. I know her from first grade, but like she might not even remember me and like, who knows? And yeah, I remember I worked up the courage. I asked if I could sit next to you. You were like, yes. And then the only thing that I remember from that conversation is we have brothers who are the same age. Mm. And I remember referencing him, which was like, and I don't even remember the reference, but I just remember like, I don't know. All of our siblings are basically the same age, which is actually yeah. really interesting. Both of us are the oldest of four. Yeah. So. Yeah. I remember in the first grade, we were part of uh, the Cal Club. We were founding yep. members of the That's Cal so Club true, that met every every day at recess underneath like mm-hmm. some slide structure. Mm-hmm. What did we do in the Cal Club? I couldn't tell you. No idea. It's a complete mystery. That's between us and God. It is. And, and that's okay. We, it'll be left like that forever. Exactly. There's actually, there's no force that could break no. that. No. We'll never know. But you know what I do remember about that playground is there was a bunch of yellow beads hidden in the mulch. Do you remember that? No. You could find yellow beads all over that so playground weird. in the mulch. And I remember I like digging for them at oh my gosh. recess a lot. So I don't know if maybe that was something we did in Cow that's Club. That's really funny. I don't remember that at all. I don't know who put them there, but whoever did was brilliant. How big were like the beads? They were just like, like big enough that you could see them in the mulch. You could see I'm them sure. in the mulch, but they they were almost looked like they were like friendship bracelet beads. Oh, like they were tiny. Interesting. And they were scattered huh. along the mulch in the playground. Weird. And then we were on the same bus all throughout like third third grade onward, pretty yes. much. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And then we were bus monitors. Yeah. Well, we were 
self-appointed bus exactly. monitors. But um, the bus driver was definitely behind it to the point where he defended us when yeah. somebody got mad, apparent. Yeah. Well, because we asked him if we could be bus monitors. Absolutely. Which is like, that's so dorky of us. Why did it's we want to we do that? because we were leaders. We okay. were just like, we need to get these kids into shape. <laughs> So if they were like standing up and jumping around, we were like, hey, <laughs> this was like fifth grade, probably. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But it was but just yeah, like, yeah, young, it was young. Because when we were in fifth grade, it's like the fifth and the fifth is with all the younger kids. Yeah. So somebody needs to. It was like the fourth and fifth graders ride the bus, I think, with the second and third graders. Yeah. It's two different schools in our town, but I think they're or is it with kindergartners and first graders with the fifth and fourth graders? I don't know. There's a wide range of yeah, grades yeah. that ride those buses. So I, I, I think maybe it is the I the first right. graders right. with the fourth right. and fifth graders. Yeah. So that's why there was bus monitoring yeah. that needed yeah. to be done. And then we were older. We had the upper hand and we thought that Steve needed some help. It's true. And you and know what? he did. He did. And you know what? He was so grateful to us. Yeah. But yeah, we were kind of rats. We whipped that bus into shape. <laughs> <laughs> we told them what was up. Yeah. That's so funny. Talk about a little power play. Honestly. We were so intimidating. <laughs> I'm like too shy to come over and talk to you, but I'm like fully ready. Like to fully like... ready to yell at some first graders. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you shut down. <laughs> but for that reason, it's hard to answer some of the first sure, impression totally, questions. Cause totally. it's like it, it, I, my brain wasn't even like a, fraction of being formed when i mm, met you so no. it's like how many memories do i really have from that time mm-hmm. not many but we have a couple good pictures of us when we, we were do. really little which we is do really have a sweet i don't pictures. remember them but we have some really cute pictures mm-hmm. yeah definitely want to do a question yeah let's do it let's just pull from the connection for yeah, at first good. we can do that for a little bit and then we can switch to reflection we're just gonna free ball that it good we're totally not following the rules but you want to start us off all right let's see what we got here what is something you wouldn't want to change about yourself? Ooh. Well, I am a kind person mm-hmm. and looking back on my life, I feel good that I have been kind in most situations mm-hmm. and I feel proud of that. And I feel like that gives me a lot of integrity Definitely. and I will always prefer and opt to be kind, uh, in like every situation like I would never want to change it about myself I think that that's like a really good quality about me Mm -hmm. what about you yeah well I I completely agree with everything you said yeah I think it goes beyond just kindness I think it's that you have you're very it's invested kindness like Mm -hmm. you're very um patient and understanding and I think you it's more than just oh you're really nice it's it's kindness that is like backed up with action Thanks. which I think is it's really sweet yeah and I think like for me kindness goes really hand in hand with um open-mindedness mm-hmm. and non-judgment towards other people but also to myself I feel like the kinder that I am to myself the more non-judgmental I am to myself mm-hmm. it's so much easier I mean, not that it's really ever been like super difficult, you know, I've never been super critical, but I feel like as I grow kinder and as I grow more open-minded to myself, it's so easy to extend that grace, that open-mindedness, that kindness to others. And I'm sure you feel similarly. Yeah, definitely. What would you say? 
Um, I think, what is it? It's one thing I wouldn't change about myself. Mm -hmm. I think probably my like gut answer for questions like this is always to say my Mm -hmm. sensitivity because I feel like that is something that I frequently have to like go back and forth with where Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a frustrating part of me sometimes it's something that I feel like sometimes I, I wish I wasn't yeah. so sensitive. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, my sensitivity has always been like a net positive Absolutely. thing about me. And I think like being a very sensitive, emotional, soft person has allowed me to um, be gentler with myself yeah. and also for the people around me. Like I think makes that, you a better connector. Yeah. I, I think that like I've been able to sort of be like an older sister for myself yeah. in some ways because I feel like my, my sensitivity, um, I don't know. It just sort of, it helps me better understand mm-hmm. my emotions. And I feel like I, I've, I've been very comfortable with like the range, the spectrum of human emotion. Um, I think that like being so sensitive has, has just, um, it's, it's forced me to get comfortable totally talking about how I feel, feeling how I feel. And like, I think in turn, it's made me very comfortable with how other people feel as well. And it's made me good at helping other people feel comfortable with how they feel. So I think that, yeah, in some ways my sensitivity has felt like uh like a heavy weight <laughs> to bear sometimes because I just care so deeply about yeah. it seems everything. That's and I know that it. is a lot sometimes for my brain. Yeah. But I think overall um it's also the reason why I'm able to take such good yeah. care of myself. Totally. And I think it's why a lot of people feel connected to me 100%. as well. 100%. And that's so obviously demonstrated by what you're doing for a career. But also this reminds me of what we were talking about yesterday where Mm -hmm. like it is so human to feel like that is the most human experience. And I think you've done such a good job of like really embracing your humanity and the full spectrum of the human experience, the highs, the lows, Mm -hmm. everything in between Like you have acknowledged it, you're accepting it and you're going for it. And because you continue to like embrace and accept all of that, I think like you're just going to continue to heal and become a more wise, caring, empathetic person. Yeah. So I totally agree, Bestie. Okay. I have an interesting question for you. Okay. Do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Hmm. Interesting. I know. I would say mostly yes. I think that most people see me the way I see myself. There are quite a few people who don't, though. Mm -hmm. I think the people whose opinion I would value... Yeah. See me in a similar light. Yeah. Um, I think more recently in my life, I do feel like majority understood. Yeah. Focusing mostly on like the people that know me. Yeah. The people who like are close to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like they see me the same way I see myself. 
if we expand that pool of people to include like strangers on the internet, yeah, then my answer totally. changes. But if we're talking like just about people who know me in real life, mm-hmm. then yeah, I think those people see me the same way I see myself. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think a lot of people on the internet see me the same way I see myself as well. Yeah. But there are a lot of people on the internet that don't yeah, as well. Totally. So. Yeah. But they also don't know me. So I can't really fault them for getting me super wrong because yeah. they they don't have all the information. Yeah. I would say kind of similarly, I feel really known by the people like really close to me in my life. And I feel mm-hmm. like the people really close to me know me really well. And I would say that the people that are on the outskirts who have heard my name and kind of mm-hmm. know like what is uh, perhaps stereotypically known about me or like my sure. reputation is, um, they get it right, but it's lacking depth, understandably, yeah. and a lot of aspects of my personality because, you know, social media or the highlights can yeah. only demonstrate so much. I think, like, a lot of people who have heard of me have know me because, as Maddie knows, I've started four different businesses. The first business when I was, like, a teenager in high school, and mm-hmm. I've been featured in Forbes and all of these different things that really um, made me kind of stand out in high school and college as like highly entrepreneurial and, and successful. Um, and so I think like people know that. Um, but I think that I also have like a lot, I think people hear that and, and feel oftentimes intimidated. Mm. That's like the number one thing that I hear from people previously, like in college was like, yeah, Oh, you're intimidating. Or I was so intimidated the first time I yeah met you and which I think is so interesting because I've routinely gotten that too totally like looking at you you're like so not intimidating I know at all there's no there's that like like, I sometimes it confuses me me, like where I'm like are you I I find it strange that sometimes like very strong vocal talented women get called intimidating yeah like I'm accomplished but I'm also like I there's no one that wants you to succeed right. more than me. Yeah. Like I'm anything, not trying to compete with anyone. No. There's not a competitive bone in my body. Yeah. I just want you to win yeah. and I want to cheer you on. Right. Like that's it. So yeah, I do think like I do think that like it's true that like I care about uh uplifting others in business and like but also like business is really just like a way for me to be creative. That's why I like it so much. It feels like I'm pushing myself in a really creative, fun way. Like I'm doing it because I care and it's an expression of my care and creativity. And so I think like, uh, I think that the, there's a lot of aspects that aren't demonstrated, like my sense of humor, Mm -hmm. like, you know, my commitment to my friends, like there's just different things that aren't necessarily highlighted Mm -hmm. and part of that is like because I don't know how to be more in depth on social media maybe there isn't even a need for it right like something that I think about is like how do I convey more via Instagram so that way it Mm -hmm. is more authentic but also like I don't know if that's even a good goal right you know who is that playing to yeah because the people that know you already know those things totally well Yeah. And I think that this is interesting because, well, so something that I can talk about is, so I've had a boyfriend for like five years and he's very private. Mm. And as Maddie knows, I'm not, I love sharing. Yeah. And so, uh, I do think like, 
I struggle sometimes that I can't really post about him on social media because I want to share him with the world. But he's like, well, everyone that knows you has met me, has hung out with me. Like they're like, why does this need like, why does it need to be more public? And so I think like, I do feel like a sense of like conflict in that area. Mm. And part of it is like, I, I'm such a sincere person that I want to be, I, I feel like if I'm not showing everything, in yeah. a really sincere way, then I'm like omitting the truth and kind of lying a little bit. Mm. And so, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. No, it's, it's interesting. I think it's interesting how like our sense of self plays into, uh, like how we generate our social media and how the two are like so linked at this point. Yeah. Where like, you want to be able to showcase on your social media pages that like your relationship is of high importance in your life. Like you so want important. when people like quick glance at your profile within the first yeah. 60 seconds, this is something they learn about you. Totally. But I think it's, it's interesting. And I think about this a lot in terms of like dating profiles as well, where like you're forced to like try to summarize who you are into like a bite-sized piece for people to consume quickly yeah like how incomplete it will always feel because we are just too complex to be summarized by that you will always look at your dating profile and think this isn't really me because it's just not complex enough to totally totally capture you i think your instagram profile is always going to be the same way like you can post and post and post yeah but like at the end of the day, like how many people are taking the time to consume yeah, all of totally. that to totally understand you? Like, I, I think maybe s- some people will. Yeah. But is the amount significant enough to make a, a real difference? Totally. Other than to make you feel like, well, the information is out there. But if people aren't going to consume it in a meaningful way, then like, I guess it, none of it really matters. Yeah. Like people are going to see what they see and the people who know you are the ones whose opinion really matters. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree so much, but I, I do find it interesting how like, um, peop- those of us that have grown up in like the rise of social media are like sense of self and like how we, um, display that. Yeah. Is like very important Well, because I want it to be authentic. So like, yeah. you know, and anyone who knows me knows that Jonah totally. is like one of the most important, like yeah. best parts of my life. For sure. If you look on my Instagram, it looks a little bit like I'm single, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you can't really tell. Yeah. And, and like, that's fine. Um, you know, but, um, I do think like it is interesting kind of like considering, Totally. Like, what is the purpose of our Instagram? And, like, who is it for? And, and, you know, for me, I use Instagram. That's how I present. But all social media could, you know, it could work for. Totally. So. It is interesting. And I think I feel more detached because I do feel so secure in my life and in my relationships. Mm -hmm. Everyone who knows Jonah, like, knows him. Like, it's not a secret, you know? Um Uh, but I do feel like more, I feel more secure and a little more detached from getting my social media presence perfectly authentic Mm. because I think I've kind of just acknowledged like it actually, it it can't be fully, you know? No, never. Like, and I like sharing and I like sharing authentically, but But half the time, like sharing authentically sometimes means not sharing. Yeah, that's true. Living authentically and being authentic a lot of the times 
is not posting it. Yeah. Not sharing every piece of information. Totally. Which I think is sometimes it's strange because people really want people to be like, oh, well, I'm real online. I'm authentic online. Yeah. But sometimes being authentic online actually like is at like you're sacrificing your authenticity in your day to day, which I think what is authentic to yeah. you and your relationship is to be more private. Yeah. That definitely. is what is truthful to your relationship. So is preserving your privacy considered being inauthentic online? Mm -hmm. I don't think so, but it does feel that way. Like I I get what you're saying. I think people present it that way. Like the idea of authenticity online is being like hyper transparent, which I don't think is true, even though that's how it's generally spoken about. Well, and we'll do another question in a second, but it reminds me of when you did that episode on Amaranth or whoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And how, yeah. There was a lot that was like left out of the online persona. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I mean, we could do so much commentary on that. Yeah. But also like she's allowed to have fucking boundaries. Like she's allowed to like do whatever she wants, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. What are you still trying to prove to yourself? Hmm. What am I still trying to prove to myself? I can answer. I know for me, I am trying to prove to myself that there is better mm. out there for me professionally. Yeah. I think my first business was running workshops and summer programs for teenage girls on self-esteem, mental health, leadership. It was not full-time, but it was uh, a job for yeah. sure. And it was like the most fulfilling energizing best thing I've ever done in my entire life the thing that I am like most proud of I feel like kind of everything that I've done since then Mm -hmm. has been trying to like chase the original um fulfillment that I felt with that and I really believe that it's possible to have such incredible working conditions once again in my life Mm -hmm. like I feel like we did it before we can do it again not that it was perfect but like it was really great by all accounts And I feel like I am trying to prove to myself because I get really discouraged and scared that I'm never going to find that again. And that was my peak. Mm. I'm trying to prove to myself that like there is good out there professionally and I will find it even if it has been difficult. Totally. Yeah. This one feels hard to answer for me. Um, And I think, probably it feels hard to answer because I feel like I'm at such a yeah like I'm in like a very chill phase of life right now or I'm attempting to be in a chill phase of life right now (laughs) (laughs) I'm like are you sure about that (laughs) I feel like I'm like I'm not really I don't know like any any like answer that's coming to my brain right now doesn't feel like totally truthful yeah like I I'm not there's not much that I'm worried about at this point in my life. Let me put it that way. There are things that stress me out on a day to day, week to week level, but it's nothing that I'm like, I'm still trying to prove to myself that I can change this or it can be better. I know that it can be better. I know that I'm going to fix it. I know that there is like, I'm not, I'm not worried for myself, I guess. Definitely not. Is the thing. And again, you've accepted your strengths, your limitations, like, so it's you not don't the, have anything to worry about. Like, right. I guess the word prove is throwing me because I don't feel like 
yeah, there are imperfect things about my life. There are things that I want to change. There are things I'm working on changing, but I don't feel like I have, I don't feel like I'm proving anything to myself or anyone. I know that I'm, I'll be okay. Yeah. And you will be. So I guess that feels difficult for me to answer because of that. Is there a feeling you miss? Mm. I miss feeling fulfilled. Going back <laughs> to the last question. Stimulated, energized yeah. by my career. I I mean, maybe energized is also the word for me as well. I think I've just been like in this sort of like creative block burnout phase for yeah. the past few months and... I've had moments where I've like burst out of it. Like I think making the therapy video was super fun for me and it felt very energizing and fulfilling. And it was like during the process of making that video, I was like, it's done. Creative block over. I'm back at it, baby. And then when the video was over, I was kind of like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, here we are again. Mm -hmm. And so I... There have been like moments in like my creativity where I just feel like I'm on a fucking roll. And it's not yeah. even that like the output looks a lot different than what I'm doing right now. Like I don't mm-hmm. think that the my like content value has decreased in any way. I mm-hmm. just think I'm getting restless and I think I'm looking for like the next thing to yeah. inspire me, but I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. And so I think that I'm just a little bored with mm-hmm. what I have been doing and I'm I miss feeling like totally energized and inspired by something and I get it in little bursts but I miss when it felt like so all-encompassing like obsessive I know it'll come again and that this is like it comes in waves and right before it happened the last time I was in a burnout creative block phase it lasted eight months where I wasn't producing anything and that felt so much worse than like where I'm at right now where it's like I do feel a lot of burnout I definitely feel like I'm in a creative block but Mm -hmm. I'm still producing and I'm producing stuff that I like and that I think is Mm -hmm. good even if it's not like totally lighting my soul on fire so I think I'm in a better spot than I used to be in previous burnouts but I am really excited for whenever that next wave hits me absolutely yeah I'm looking forward to that too (laughs) what has been your happiest memory the past year Ooh, Paris Paris I think this past year like the absolute highlight for me was going to Paris by myself amazing it just felt what like a very profound moment for me yeah and like what a moment of like you did that yeah like you did that like you realized the thing that you've been working towards since you were like 10 and got to celebrate solo in Paris yeah. like how magical yeah no it was so perfect it was so fun it's definitely my favorite part of the year yeah, it's hard to think of what my happiest memory might be. I'm, like, trying to think about what happened. Croatia, obviously. A good one. Such a good one. But I want to think of, like, a more specific memory. Um, well, uh, really, like, happy, just, like, part of my life was when I was living with Mika, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, and... Well, you know what, actually, a really happy memory that I had was when Mika and I started contemplating being co-founders because we never (laughs) expected it, nor like thought that it was going to be something that we would do. Mm -hmm. And it was just so fun and like surprising, both of us kind of like daring to suggest (laughs) it a little bit. And that was definitely like 
that that was like a happy memory realizing that like I could have a really good teammate in my bestie yeah I love that yeah what is a lesson you will take away from our conversation or a takeaway more broadly might be Mm -hmm. a lot to pull a lesson out of this I think it was nice of you to say that I have star power Mm -hmm. and I think that I need to keep that in mind and feel confident going into this week um, as opposed to like insecure, shaky, or uncertain. Yeah. I need to remember what I've done and what I can do again. Mm My like, I feel like we're in like constant communication. Like when thoughts enter my brain, I tell them to you. It's true. If you don't know them, like I didn't didn't have that thought. So I feel like most of maybe it feels hard to pull takeaways because I feel like I'll continue absolutely like these this is not the end of these conversations you know what I mean like I was crying to Ashley earlier before we started filming this I cried for like an hour it's true and um had a nice it was it was necessary it was needed had to get some extra water out of my body I've been very hydrated recently and my body was like tears you've got some extra hydration in there it took you by surprise it i had no idea that i was gonna (laughs) cry today and you got it out got it out and i was like you know what i'm so excited to talk to my therapist on tuesday it's true so i'm like i don't know if i have like a nice neat takeaway but i think that i have like a jumping off point for what i want to talk about in therapy this week um, and sometimes it feels nice to like have those conversations before I go to therapy yeah. so that I can sort out like what feels most important to talk about Definitely. and what feels like something that I might just be like in the heat of like the emotion rushing over me. I yeah. might feel something, but then once it passes, I'm like, that's actually not something that I'm worrying about. Well, Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I feel like sometimes it's nice just to like sort through that with a friend and be like, totally. I felt this in like the wave of emotion that was passing me. But when I'm sitting calmly in therapy and I'm not crying, like what is it that feels important to well, bring up? Well, I don't even think you realized how much it was impacting you yeah, until you definitely. started talking about it. And so I think like what a good thing that we started yeah. talking about it. And then you were able to just release a little bit. And now coming into therapy, you've already identified like a starting point. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, so I think, but I feel that way every time you and I talk. Bestie, me too. Maddie knows me better than I know me. I'm always <laughs> like, Maddie just needs to tell me what to do because she's going to get it right. <laughs> I'm like, I can't be trusted. She knows me. How do you think our personalities complement each other? Oh my God, I'm so glad that you asked. Okay, <laughs> there's so many answers to this. Obviously, everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) for starters (laughs) no but um for real I do think you're you're very sensitive obviously and I'm Mm -hmm. very sensitive too and I think Mm -hmm. that for a long time you um presented in a fierce way Mm -hmm. right like that was like a really good thing that you always like were and wanted to be and that was like such a positive thing but also I feel like I was for a little bit I, I don't you know were. if I was just like no, dealing with like, absolutely were. I don't know what it was, but Dude. I, I talked to my therapist about this. So I feel like I was way different in high school you than were. I am now. You were. People were like cruel to me as a kid. And yeah. I cared way less back then yeah. than I do now receiving hate no, comments from strangers. It's, it's so true. <laughs> One of my favorite memories of Maddie was Maddie would sadly wake up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. every day, do a full face of makeup, full fit, everything. 
And um, she did this for years. She was dressed mm-hmm. in the nines every single day. Mm-hmm. And then at some point senior year. <laughs> I said, fuck you, bitch." Maddie realized <laughs> that she didn't care about anyone. Fuck. And why had she spent all know. of these years trying Literally, to impress was people? The entire second semester of senior year, I woke up 10 minutes before I had to leave. And she up wore in sweatpants and no every makeup. Day. No every makeup. Every single day. It was but the it was like dramatic a, it was transformation. A, it was a very dramatic it shift because I woke zero, up like so early. I know, I know. I couldn't believe it. For all of high school. And then one day I just decided I was done. And she was. (laughs) But I do think like you have like a real like fierceness that you've like had for a lot of your life. But Mm -hmm. I think you've always been sensitive. Yeah. And so I think like our mutual sensitivity like has always like really like brought us together. Even if we've maybe presented differently, like Mm -hmm. on the exterior at different points in our friendship. Yeah. I think also like we complement each other because we have literally like the same like values because Definitely. we've shaped each other so much. Yeah. 100%. Like our standards of what a friend should look like was mm-hmm. shaped by each other. Yeah. I completely agree. But complimenting is supposed to be about kind of like different things that we bring out of each other, mm-hmm. I think. So I'm trying to think of like, well, I, I kind of said this before, but I just think that you know me better than I know me. So Mm -hmm. I think that like you compliment me in the sense that like, you know, best and what I need and you can be a little more decisive sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's like very validating for me to like hear because I trust your judgment so much. So that's a way that I feel like you really like compliment me is like your certainty about me is really helpful. I think I'm more um, outgoing. A hundred percent. And I think we do well together. Mm -hmm. Like socially and like here because both of us are like, I don't know. We're both very like. We're very introspective people. Yeah, exactly. And both Um, of us are willing to like get in there. Yeah. (laughs) Above all If there's anything we know about. No, we know how to get in there. It's getting in there. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i do feel like we're like very similar yeah in like most ways i don't know that people would perceive us as being as similar as we actually are yeah like i think that we overlap in like so many ways but i think that maybe on the exterior we come off very differently to other people i completely agree but i think like yeah i just feel like we have so much in common yeah there's like very few. I, I'm like, there's there's like we have like the same traits, but they get pulled out in different ways. Yeah, totally. Because like I think that like we're both very like introspective and sensitive, yeah. and we're um like there's there's really like no conversation off limits for no, us. No. Like I think we're both just like very like. Again, here it is get in there. kind of people like we're ready to talk yeah. about anything like there's just nothing that we won't touch yeah, pretty absolutely. much we're both very opinionated both fearless. for sure fearless. we're both like very opinionated <laughs> we care very deeply yeah. about so many different things yeah i think that like our like approach to those things is probably why people would see us as being different because I think that you are 
like you take the business approach, the like public speaker approach, you're like the brains. And then I take more of like the entertainment approach. Yeah. And what's so interesting is Maddie is like the best businesswoman I know. Like your savviness for Thanks. business is like stunning. Like <laughs> you are so entrepreneurial. It's so fun to watch you. Thanks. And similarly, I am super creative, uh-huh. but it manifests a little differently. Right. You know Outwardly, people would perceive us very differently. Yeah, but we definitely both like have those skill sets. 100%. Truthfully, I don't think that we would even be good business partners because yeah. I think that we're too well, similar. I, think we're, I don't think we would have enough to like, like I think both of us, we have this so many of the same strengths that like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like, oh, well, you're like, you come at me in this way because yeah. we have, you have this strength that I don't have obviously you have strengths that I don't have and vice versa but it's like you know yeah definitely we're we're similar enough and also both of us kind of like being the leader I think that's the main thing that I was gonna say yeah as I think that both of us are just like we are oldest siblings at heart absolutely and it is I think it's when you both (laughs) want to be like driver's seat no passenger it just doesn't yeah we need to be driving cars side by side. We can't be in the same exactly. vehicle. That's so true, Vasity. <laughs> All right. Last question. You mm-hmm. ready? Yes. What am I most qualified to give advice about? Ooh. I mean, honestly, I think <laughs> Ashley's qualified to give advice on so many things because I seek I, any advice that I need, I go to Ashley. Yeah. So it's like, there's no one topic that you're qualified for. Yeah. You're qualified for like any bestie advice that needs oh to God. happen. Like, I feel like any, particularly, I feel like you're very good at like lifting people up in like the self-esteem department. Like mm-hmm. if I'm having just like a lousy self-image mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. day, you're a good person to go to. I think you're also really good to go to about like, um any anything work related in general but I think especially feeling like overwhelmed or overworked I think that like yeah you are very good at like reminding people to like prioritize themselves to take breaks to like um yeah just like prioritize how you're feeling at the end of the day it's more important than like yeah checking something off a to-do list like if I'm calling you and I'm upset and I'm stressed out the first thing you're gonna you always say to me is like okay does this need to happen like let's let's reorganize the schedule (laughs) like what can we move around how can we make this easier like you're 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 very they're all due on Tuesday yeah I'm like they actually I can't (laughs) move any of them (laughs) you're like okay well maybe we can just move one thing I'm like no we can't (laughs) um but yeah, I think it's hard for me to say just like one yeah, yeah, thing yeah. because I really do go to you for everything. And I think Same, that obviously. you give such good advice in every department. But I think that like if a stranger was going to be like, I really need advice. Who am I going to go to? I would say like particularly like business advice yeah. or if you just want like a hype woman who's in your corner that you need a little pick me up, a little self-esteem True. boost like you are you are the one. Thanks. Um, I would say for you, I think that you have like such wisdom on pursuing a big goal over the long term. Like, Mm -hmm. I think like you are so smart and savvy when it comes to like taking a side hustle and turning it into like something greater. And I think that you have learned a lot about how, uh, things take time. And I think that that's like a really good 
Like, I feel like, honestly, like, you could coach, like, marathon runners, you know? <laughs> because, like, you would just be, like, reminding them about it's is all so about funny. the steps. You know what? I was driving in Hopkins for a doctor's appointment the other day, and I saw your mom running. Oh, so funny. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> My mom is a marathon My mom's runner. a marathon runner. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, I just think that, like, I think that, like, people looking to achieve, like, bigger goals that they're really passionate about, mm-hmm. you have, like, so much wisdom accumulated because this didn't come easy. Like Mm -hmm. you really worked pretty tirelessly for it. And like, in addition to like the actual work also just like you persisted through every emotional hurdle. Yeah. And there was a lot. There was quite a few. There was uh, (laughs) quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. A little mini episode for you because Ashley's got to leave. But I know, we I wish she had more time. We had to get her on the pod. Come we on. had to do it part two. Yep. It's all good and stuff. we'll at some point do a part three. Oh, and yeah. we got to get Mika back on the pod. I know. Too. I know. We really so need her. It's there's really there's way more pod all in due time podcasting. Well, you know what? Happen. What are you doing Friday? <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> We'll make it happen. Well, we'll see what we can do. Thanks, Basti. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Oh my Ash. God. Thanks for staying with me for the weekend. That's Are you so kidding me? It's so much fun. Thanks. All right. Be sure to check out what Ashley's doing on social. Her company, Wildflower Company, they just released planners. So true. If you're in need of a 12 month undated mindfulness planner at the Wildflow mm-hmm. Co., they also do Go events pretty regularly. It's they true. put we on have workshops little every month. Workshops as well that are super helpful if you're trying to get yeah. more organized, get better at goal We're setting. We're doing um, a gratitude and gift planning workshop for Fun. free. So if you want to plan out your gifts, whether it's a note or a physical product for your friends and loved ones, um, and also reflect on some seasonal gratitude. We love that. It's going to be on, I think, November 21st. So. so much fun. So you can see more about that if you go to the Wild Flow Co. So true. On Instagram. Okay. And it'll all be linked in the description of the YouTube video. Thank you guys so much for listening. Woo-hoo. Love you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.